Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer live. Rogers Place, Edmonton and the Philadelphia Flyers. And it is Mac T on Mondays with Craig McTavish. Brought to you by Contract Equipment Limited, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. And Mike and the staff at Contract just want to say, Happy New Year to everybody out there. Uh, we will also tell you guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. You can tell Brendan, Chris, and Chef Altaf that Oilers now sent you. Roos Chris open Tuesday through Sunday, 5 p.m. until close, uh, open 4 o'clock on Oilers game nights. Well, uh, we last time we talked to Craig McTavish, the uh, Edmonton Oilers were uh, not in as good a position as they are right now. Five straight road victories. Could have really won six. It was an even game against the Islanders. It was a close game that they lost. They were in a three-game roadie. Uh, they had third-period deficits against New Jersey, Craig, as well as the New York Rangers, who are a real good team. Four-goal outbursts in both those periods. They flew back to Edmonton and then recalibrated and went down to California. Connor McDavid. Uh, jumped all over the San Jose Sharks in the first shift, and then McLeod scored at the tail end of that shift and never looked back. Four-goal first period against San Jose. Hard-fought victory against L.A. And um, and I don't know what it is about I, I think I know what it is about Anaheim. I think this, some of the other players aren't big on a couple of the Anaheim guys, but they gave it to them pretty good in the 7-2. Uh, you know what, kicking. 18-15-1. and one. Now, you never lost any faith in this team. Greg, you never lost any faith. You said this was a playoff team. They had a brutal start, 2-9-1, but here we are now. They're 18-15-1, and uh, and some of the advanced analytics uh, types out there have got the Oilers at better than an 80% chance to make the playoffs right now, despite that poor start. So here we are, tough game tonight, but just your thought on the Oilers' recent play on uh, the road. Well, typical... Uh, feast or famine start to the Oilers' first half of the season yeah. here. It's just been an amazing uh, turnaround. You knew that they were too, too, way too good to be uh, at the record they were at before uh, it cost Jay Woodcroft his job. But you knew they were going to turn it around. 
but maybe wouldn't have predicted to the extent of the turnaround. And, you know, there's a lot of times early on in the season that I felt that we won the game, but we lost the score. Right. Like, we pumped Vancouver in here in game two. We we pumped quite a few Winnipeg teams. Winnipeg and out, Dallas. Outplayed them significantly and still ended up losing the game. And, you know... Uh, What's most impressed me the last little while is the way that they've done it, the way they've won games. And I don't think I've seen this uh, rendition of the Oilers play uh, as good a hockey as as they're playing right now. And when you get down uh, a couple goals to a good team in L.A. and are able to shut the door, and Skinner, I mean, he played really really good in the uh, in the first period right. to keep the Oilers in he's on top of his game i mean that that's huge and he's able to get a little bit of a foothold with some confidence and as you know uh, as well as anybody this is a very tough environment to play goal in and there is a lot of scrutiny and you know sure it's easy for the coaching staff and the goalie coach to say hey don't read it you know, stay out of it, and that third-party advice is easy unless it's your name that's in that paper. Right. And then it, uh, you know, it especially a young goalie that, you know, he 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 was, you know, he he should have been on a gentler trajectory to be a starting goaltender, but because of what happened with Jack, he's forced right into a role, uh, probably a little bit b- before uh, he's he's uh, prepared for it. And maybe it was baptism by fire for, for Stu, and uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna run with it now, knowing that he's got the confidence. And uh, I mean, that's been a really big part of the turnaround, uh, the maturity of the team. Uh, the it looks like the things that stand out to me are a commitment to defense and working away from the puck. And we're gonna see firsthand probably the best team in the league. Uh, from a work ethic standpoint without the puck. John Tortorella, he's maybe not a guy that I ever would have hired, but that would have been a mistake. He, he's got these guys, uh, they, they, they don't have any dynamic talent. I mean, Travis Konechny's a good hockey player, but they work without the puck, and he holds them accountable. And, you know, they don't have the star power that sometimes set a lower standard of work ethic for your for your club because they're scoring so many goals they don't play as hard as what uh, these guys do without the puck and we're going to see that but our guys have played much better much harder helping the defense uh, better gaps but those gaps are allowed by by the forwards coming back hard right that protect the defense because if you're going to stand up there you're going to get beat at times but you have that second layer of uh, defense coming back in the forwards in terms of the amount of effort they're putting in uh, on uh, backside pressure. The other thing that stands out to me in this uh, newest iteration of, of the Edmonton Oilers is all the activity off the offensive blue line by our defensemen. I mean, they're crossing laterally, they're diving into holes with and without the puck, and it's created a lot of chaos for uh, for opposition. Darnell's uh, saw Leon on the backside last game and made a great play there. Uh, I mean, Bouchard is is incredible playmaker. I mean, that guy is as good a playmaker as there is 
uh, on the back end in today's game. He's not a gifted skater, as we know, but his hand skill, his deception, he reminds me a lot of Sergei Zuboff, the way he looks really? people off. And, man, that, he, he can make a play. Yeah. That play in the offensive zone and even on the breakouts, I mean, he... He can find the middle ice, and he's very accurate in his playmaking ability. But in the offensive zone, that play rarely ever dies with him on his stick. He finds a way to make a play, and he makes some high-risk plays where he's the last guy back. He'll look a guy off and pull it around him, and, uh, you know, that's fine when it works, and it does work for him because he can get away with it. Sergei Zuboff did the same thing. But uh, you I mean, just compared him. Okay, I've said like he's like Larry Murphy because Larry wasn't fleet-footed. Larry was a little bit bigger. Bo- I mean, when I think of Sergey Zuboff, Craig, I th- he led your team in scoring when you guys won the cup in '94 with the Rangers. Like yeah. he, like he was. No, he, I, I mean, I know Leach won the Conn Smythe. Yeah. But Zuboff was a guy in the regular season, and I think he was one of the most underrated offensive star defenseman of an entire generation. And his uh, Matthias Ekholm was Kevin Lowe back there too. Yeah, right. Maybe one of the, if not one, the best defensive defenseman that I've seen. Right. And uh, I mean those guys were a perfect pair. Well, but, that but Bouchard makes those same plays. Like yeah. he looks people off and he seems it you know 80 feet across the ice right on the tape and flat. And uh, I mean he's an elite elite passer and uh, I mean I'm sure Paul Coffey has helped him immensely and just the freedom uh, of, of conscience to, to make the play and uh, I mean Paul was his, he was a pretty high risk defenseman but he, I mean he, 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 he executed those plays. He said to, on the record with us Craig, Craig McTavish joining us for Contract Equipment Limited, he said I said, what's one of the first things you said to those guys? He said, number one, I want you guys to sit together in the dressing room. Okay? And he goes, number two, I made more mistakes than any defenseman in NHL history. He goes, but I want you to make plays. I don't want you banging pucks off. Because what was happening is the Oilers early in the year were putting the puck up the wall. They were trying to play zone, but not using the middle of the ice on transition, which is the benefit of playing zone. It's the quick up that you can catch teams because you know where everybody is when you're playing zone, and you can activate guys and get them going. And then teams were sealing the wall, and the Oilers were giving up chance, second chance opportunities all the time. Paul comes in, and he, I told him to make plays. Go make plays. Yeah. Now we got Nurse making plays that he... He hadn't made before because that's right. Yeah, that 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 is so critical because as we've talked about before, the 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 breakout allows you to get out of your end cleanly. The direct pass to the middle is the speed slot. You're allowed to generate speed in the neutral zone then because you're carrying it through, and then that backs off defenders and you attack the offensive blue line with speed. And uh, when when we do that, we're tough to defend off the rush. Yeah. We're joined right now by Craig McTavish, Bob Stoffer with you. It is 4.43 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, 780-496-0063. We're going to take a quick timeout. When I come back, uh, we're going to get to our game day lineup report for the two teams. Uh, and then we're going to do a little bit of uh, uh, two parts of history discussion with Mac T. One about uh, play, played in Philly. 
but also played against Philly in the 87 Stanley Cup. Uh, and then the other about uh, the trade deadline and what a difference it meant back in 06. This is Oilers Now live from Rogers Place. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 448 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to take care of a little bit of business here, right here, right now. It is time for our game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Stick handle your way to financial success for a free financial consultation. Visit McGuireFinancial.ca. Stuart Skinner starts in goal for the Oilers in his career. He's 1 0 1, 1.44 goals against average, 9.52 save percentage against the Flyers. Ekholm and Bouchard right now have by far the best, according to Natural Statric, and I, I, I reference public data information, so you can look it up as well. And I, I don't want to sit there and use team insider numbers. You can go to Natural Statric and check out these numbers yourself. Right now, Ekholm and Bouchard, of defensemen that have played 100 minutes or more this year, are number one in Corsi Fenwick and an expected goals for 1-2 between the two of them. All you need to know is Matthias Heckholm has played 54 games in Edmonton. He is plus 37 as an Oiler. It's <laughs> pretty good. Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece, Kulak and Darren A are the other parents. McDavid up front with RNH and Hyman. Connor McDavid has 10 goals, 26 points in 14 games, plus 13 against the Flyers. Dry settle with McLeod and Fogel. Fogel had five-point game against the Ducks. He's got eight points his last five games. McLeod's got four goals and seven points, plus eight in his last five. Drysaddle has scored in three straight games. Derek Ryan, the ageless wonder, now 37 with Evander Kane and Matthias Yambark, Hamlin, Ernie, and Brown make up the fourth line. Brown still has not scored a goal in his last... 45 hockey games. Looking to get off the schneid. For the Philadelphia Flyers, Couturier back. He missed all of last season with a herniated disc in his back. He is uh, centering Tippett and Travis Konechny, a guy who had a 30-goal season last year. Morgan Frost with Tyson Forrester and Cam Atkinson. Atkinson missed all of last season with a neck injury. Ryan Paley with Joel Farabee, who's second on the team in scoring for Philly. And Bobby Brink out of Denver University. Scott Lawton with Hathaway. We believe Leave Delorier, the tough guy, is going to be a scratch night as the Flyers will go 11 and 7. York and Sandheim. Sandheim is playing 24 57. Former member of the Calgary Hitman, Nick Sealer. Right now, probably the best pure fighter in the NHL. He's a striker. He's mixed martial arts trained, and he's plus 14 in a second pairing with Philly. He's paired with. Uh, Walker, Sean Walker, who the Kings dumped in a deal to uh, Philadelphia. And then they have uh, Zamula and uh, Rasmus Ristolainen. In his career, the Oilers took Darnell Nurse seventh overall. The Flyers, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen went eighth to Buffalo. Craig McTavish made that pick for Edmonton, and he chose Nurse over Ristolainen. Darnell Nurse is plus 71 in his NHL career. Rasmus Ristolainen is minus 180 in his NHL career. Now, he's played on some teams that have struggled, but he's been great against Edmonton for whatever reason. He's got 14 points in 17 games against the Oilers. So we've got Craig McTavish here. That's our game day landmark report. Oh, yeah, Carter Hart starts. The Flyers are dead last in the power play, fourth on PK, uh, 12th in save percentage. The Oilers are fourth in goals for, seventh on the power play, uh, first in the league in shots for, and seventh on faceoffs. All right, uh, Craig McTavish, Mac T on Mondays here on Tuesday. For contract equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment.
dealer with rental and sailors sales. So plus 71 for nurse, minus 180 for Ristolainen. Yeah, I don't think you yeah. saw that sort of a uh, disparity between. Well, the- Buffalo has been. Yeah, that's been a... And they're crappy again this year. Graveyard, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, flash last year with... uh, Uh, They could score a bit. Yeah, with uh, Tage Thompson. So what was it about... uh, Did you... Like, was Ristolainen right there with Nurse for you with that pick, or had Darnell separated quite a bit? uh, You were the GM. You know, the interesting thing in that draft is if we... If if Calgary didn't take Monaghan... You were taking him. I didn't want to, but the scouts did. You know, like okay. I, I, I wanted uh, Darnell. I just thought that, man, you just don't get that level of compete and character and toughness and speed and physical skill uh, very often. And uh, I, I, I was really pleased when Calgary took Monaghan. He ended up being a really good player and scored a lot of goals in, in Calgary uh, coming out of the draft. But... Uh, you know, I, I just, I love that character, and he was going to be a centerpiece of uh, a defense for a long time. And he is. Yeah, and he is. Uh, Ristolainen, um, you know, he, he, he wasn't, uh, we weren't taking him over Darnell. Yeah, I actually, the guy I, if you recall, I was bugging you about was Nachushkin. Well, that was the guy. That that was kind of what our choice was on that draft day, was Nachushkin. Or Nurse. Uh, or, or, or Darnell. And, uh, I mean, I remember Frankie Musil, who I loved, and we, we he, he was a big advocate of uh, of Nikushkin, but he also had a son in the pipeline who was a defenseman. Gave him seal, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, not that that factored into anything. But he, I remember Frank really liked uh, Nikushkin. Nikushkin, he didn't start well, but he's he's a hell of a lost, player. He's, he's making up for lost time. He's now. a heck of a player, Darnell's Darnell. All right, you played in Philly. Uh, what was it like? Unbelievable sports town and just crazy uh, passionate Flyer fans. Uh, Two things stand out to me um, in my time there. The first year I went there was uh, in 94 after the Rangers won the Cup. There was a lockout that year and uh, the lockout was settled and they had an open practice and there was 17,000 fans at that practice the next day. And, uh, you know, just really was an eye-opener of how passionate these fans were. And then so we were in the playoffs. We just uh, swept the Rangers. And uh, so the Phillies are playing, Rod Brindamore and I, uh, and supposedly Eric Lindros and about three or four other players were all going to meet and we're going to go into the baseball game. And uh, so everybody bailed but Roddy Brindamore and I. And then we went into the, the ball game, and they put Rod and I up on the uh, on the jumbotron, and we got a standing O at the baseball game so, to rub it into the guys that didn't show. Uh, but, yeah, just amazing, ama- amazing hockey fans. I remember because uh, you knocked off Messi. Of course, you'd won the Cup with the Rangers in 94, and then Eric basically, that Legion of Doom line, and they'd, you guys beat the Rangers in 95, and I think Messi had told them to go get it. The problem was New Jersey and Martin Brodeur. Were, that's who beat you guys in 90, yeah. 95, yeah. right? We finished ahead of them in the standings. I mean... We could have easily won that series. We lost it in six games. They beat us the first two games in the Spectrum, and then we beat them the next two games in uh, Meadowlands to tie it. 
And then the, the, the Claude Lemieux had that shot very, we, we were all over him in game five. Uh, it back in the spectrum and Claude Lemieux came down in the exact same place that Stevie Iserman eliminated St. Louis right. with a slap shot right off the far post and in and we, we, we didn't have enough time to to get it back and then uh, I mean they had a great team that taking nothing away from Jersey back then but uh, the the Flyers at that point could have easily won the cup and then they went in and they swept Detroit. Yeah uh, yeah it was uh uh, I remember I was I was up in Prince George and I wanted you guys and, and we had a couple uh, French Canadian guys and they were all cheering for the Devils because the Devils had Lemieux and uh, Broder and I wanted to punch them because I liked Lindros and I, I yeah. you know I like Lindros there's Your type not, of player right my type of guy like you know what I I know he wasn't perfect and he skated with his head down sometimes but he was an underrated passer for a man of that he could do everything. Yeah, he, literally, he, he was a, just a, uh, and, and a man amongst boys. And in 95, he was the best player. Like, by 98, 99, Forsberg was probably the best. Is it fair to say? He was the MVP of the league that year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He he, uh, he, he could do it all. And, and then he had the perfect compliment with uh, LeClaire and Renberg. Yeah. When uh, Bobby Clark made that deal with Montreal for Mark Recchi to get John LeClaire and Eric Desjardins. I mean, no, uh, that Eric Desjardins was an underrated piece, right. an unbelievable defenseman and person. And uh, obviously, Johnny LeClaire and Eric, they just ran over everybody. Do you know what I remember with you at the Flyers? Mark Bureau cheap-shotted uh, Peter Savota. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, And you grabbed Bureau and beat the living like it was not as much as I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 Greg. It's because you know he was he was my size. Like he was a thicker guy, but you just yeah. you grabbed him and you didn't even string him out. You just tattooed him. Like I, I mean, I was in Philly and the fans were going. But you, I mean, Sabota well, so, got opened up bad, right? Like so, he was. Yeah, he knocked him out, and I knew that he had said something to Peter before that happened. So uh, it was I knew it was intentional. Yeah, and Peter was kind of in the. The, the the Flyer Mafia with myself and Eric Lindros, we all kind of lived in the same neighborhood. So he was, at that point, a friend of mine. And uh, uh, I my initial thought was I was going to jump in the penalty box right. and try and get him because I knew it was dirty and I knew it was deliberate. And, uh, I mean... It, it, yeah, it was a nasty hit. Knocked him right out. Well, you beat the living snot out of him. It was quite. It might have been your most decisive. That maybe I remember you got Craig Hartsburg one time too. You you worked him over pretty well. <laughs> so I got a good memory for these things, Mac G. As you know, let's see if you can pull this one off. We are going to play Oilers game day trivia for Jack Cookson and the gang at Pro Am Sports. Uh, reminder, and we will announce next. Uh, well, probably by uh, another, yeah, by uh, early next week, we will announce uh, what. Uh, what you're playing for, but uh, Oilers Game Day Trivia is presented by Pro-Am Sports, located in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and online at proamsports.ca. Last month, uh, you were playing for an autographed uh, Evander Kane jersey, uh, courtesy of proamsports.ca. You got to text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. So I, we're, we're all fans of Ryan McLeod these days, playing on the line with Dreisaitl and Fogel. Ryan McLeod was involved in a blockbuster trade from Mississauga to Saginaw with which former first-rounder, not a Flyers first-rounder, that is uh, currently with the Philadelphia Flyers team. So name the current Philadelphia Flyer 
that uh, was in a blockbuster deal, Mississauga to Saginaw in the OHL, Texas, 7804960063. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. More with Mac T on Mondays on Tuesday here in Oilers Now.